Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News to Go. I'm Jonah Harkle. It's Monday, March 9th, 2020. Here are your top stories brought to you by Cronkite News. state court system in Arizona is preparing for possible hearings to review any future emergency public health orders that stem from the coronavirus outbreak or future infectious diseases. An administrative order signed by State Supreme Court Chief Justice Robert Brutonell assigns at least one superior court judge in each of the 15 counties to conduct required judicial reviews. These reviews would analyze measures taken by public health agencies to prevent diseases. The order could potentially lead to courts operating around the clock, and for superior courts to handle cases originally filed in lower courts. The order authorizes presiding judges in each county to adopt or suspend local court rules and orders, and to take differing steps. Native American tribes are pushing for more funding for a program that helps communities address high rates of diabetes. The Special Diabetes Program has received $150 million in annual funding since 2004. But as Cronkite News reporter Melanie Porter explains, the problem is that since last year, Congress has only incrementally approved new funding. Native Americans have the highest rate of diabetes in both the U.S. and in Arizona. In this state, more than 19% of adult Native Americans have been diagnosed. Congress established the Special Diabetes Program back in 1997 to help fund efforts to treat and prevent the disease. Mark Matson is the Diabetes Program Manager for the Akchin Indian Community. He sees the impact this program has made. There hasn't been an increase in childhood, childhood obesity since 2006. So that means that the, the, the curve is flatlining, which is a good sign. The program helps fund healthy snack and fitness classes for kids and adults. Matson says without secured funding, it's tough to say where this program is headed. Um, we're working on evaluating our services um, and seeing where we need to go in the future. But here's the thing, it's hard to do that with unsecured funding. Bills are pending in Congress that would extend dollars for the program for five years and increase annual funding to $200 million. The latest appropriations expire in May. Melanie Porter, Cronkite News. It's bald eagle breeding season here in Arizona, and that means there's an eagle cam trained on one particular nest. The 24-7 live camera stream is focused on a nest at Lake Pleasant. Cronkite News reporter Isabella Holsizer explains there's people involved with the Eagle Nest Watch program who help track the eagles. Eduardo Martinez is an avid nest watcher. One of his favorite spots in the world is the Box Bar Recreation Area in Rio Verde. Love this place. I've been at several places, uh, several nests uh, all over Arizona, or especially in the central part. And uh, this place, I think, has the most uh, diversity of the places I've been. For five years, Martinez has been part of the Arizona Bald Eagle Nest Watch program. The program began in 1978 to monitor the breeding bald eagles in areas with high recreational pressure. The nest watchers spend weeks tracking the birds. Martinez says this means he picks up on their personality traits. Last year it was a, a complicated year for the eagles. The level of the river was high, there was not much fishing, so there was not enough food and one of them got all of it and the other one didn't, so the younger and more weak died. But that's the way of nature, he says. Because we put names on them and we were really attached to them and seeing one of them dying was a really sad moment for us. 
Uh, so we don't know if we're going to do it again. <laughs> It's really easy to, you know, get attached to your birds. The current outlook for the Eagles this breeding season is expected to be better than last year. Kenneth Jacobson with Arizona Game and Fish says the eagle population in Arizona continues to grow. Back in 1978, when bald eagles were listed as endangered on the Endangered Species Act, we only knew of 11 breeding areas in the state. Uh, now, in 2020, we've got 90 breeding territories across the state. It's, it's been a significant growth in the population. This projected growth is making nest watchers like Eduardo Martinez very happy, as well as optimistic about the future. Isabella Holsizer, Cronkite News. Everyone here at cn to go thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Melanie Porter and Isabella Holsizer. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News to Go. I'm Jonah Harkle. We'll see you tomorrow with more stories from Cronkite News. Cronkite News.